0: One poem I don't have memorized is if I wrote as much as I talk about writing. <laughs> and that's the one I don't have memorized. Because <laughs> it's, it's an ongoing draft. I, yeah. i love to come back to that.
1: Yeah. I feel like I, I definitely had to stop myself from talking about writing so much, or talking about not writing so mm-hmm. much. Oh, like, yeah. Like, man, I'm just not writing. Like, I would tell everyone in my life, and they'd be like, <laughs> here's some cool tips. And I'd be like... Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure
2: maybe you didn't hear me I'm just not writing
0: let me repeat
1: I'm just, yeah. <laughs> we just like my trying head. to be in a deep dark hole right now
0: <laughs> <laughs> right fine I'm not interested in writing my way out of it you just can't find okay. me I like to hide out there
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, I can't hear you right
1: Stephanie and I'm Bryn, and we're two writers who have a lot of questions.
3: So to answer those questions, each episode we're inviting a writer on to share their work. Another stuff. Welcome to Shitty First Drafts. I feel like
4: you're always laughing when you say it, and it's so cute to me. Like.
1: (laughs) can't look at you welcome country. to this fucking show
3: <laughs> welcome to this dumb show that we do with our friends
0: <laughs> the shit you do to yourself you play it you play it over and over
3: well because you always say and other stuff like yeah. a little yes. cartoon character
1: <laughs> but it's very entertaining it's I mean, so cute it. yeah yeah yeah, yeah
0: it's, it's, it's it's like
1: yeah i fought for that line it's like awareness she did yeah It's like we talked about podcast
0: know, experience i was just I like that. And other
2: stuff. And other stuff. This is a different octave. I think it works. (laughs) Yeah, it works. It works. Well, and
3: we do. I mean, most of our podcast is the other stuff.
0: It's
3: not really the writing. So, anyway, that's Um,
1: trick. Which is really funny. It It is is very funny. Yeah. Black Atticus is one of the most intelligent and heartfelt voices of the new Southern hip hop movement. His desire to enhance the connections between mind and spirit shows through the lyrics of his music and live performances. Hailing from Knoxville, Tennessee, Atticus weaves the art of conversation through new sage wisdom with the dash of mother wit, the hard facts of life, and an honest sense of humor that hits home seamlessly. Though his early recording career has been laden with group collaborations, i.e. The Theorist, his solo efforts are promising to take listeners on a journey through mo- moodier sound scores that feel as though Jay Dilla had a twin brother born in the belly of a lost speaker box, somewhere between the valleys of brighter days and the bayous of the darkest.
4: Woo! You oh did it! Thank, <laughs> Thank you! everyone. I forgot all that was in there. It
1: works, out it works out great. works out oh, great. out great.
0: Welcome. Oh, welcome. welcome. Um, Glad now, to be here. Do you
1: yes. use. Black Atticus is like, it's your stage name. Is your mm-hmm. real name a secret?
0: My real name is not a secret. <laughs> Thanks to Facebook, it is no Thanks. longer a secret.
1: Trying to have like yes, a cool alias. Yes. I mean,
0: I could have I kept it a secret yeah. if I decided to take my, you know, picture of my ID, hit Photoshop, make that yeah. Black Atticus. Mm-hmm. I could have totally yeah. done that, but they kind of put me out there. I felt called out. I was like, Because oh. somebody, somebody must have reported it and was like, that's not as Renee. Really
1: Maybe because yeah, Facebook's I don't Who care. hasn't Facebook called they out? They
0: don't care. But yeah, so, so Enough people will call me out. I was like, "It's not a real name." So yeah, my, my 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 government name is Joseph Woods. My government. Government. Well, my mama named me Joseph, so it works out great. Yeah. Actually, actually, great. she didn't. She named me Jermaine. Oh. Because she was a Jackson 5 fan. You know,
1: I would, that's, only, that's the only thing I think about when I hear the name Jermaine. Yeah, I know, right? Like, it's like, he's Jackson. the Jermaine. So yeah, like, yeah, the only one. So I'm glad, I'm
0: glad, I'm glad something worked out. My grandmother kind of stepped in and was like, now nah, you might give him a biblical name. So, <laughs> you know, Between her and apparently um, some lady at a daycare I was probably like way too in love with, she kept calling me Joseph. And I came home one day and was like, my name's Joseph. So...
1: <laughs> Yeah. Through it many worked names. out and I had to
0: live in Jermaine's shadow. <laughs> and life was good.
1: Didn't everyone have to live in Jermaine's shadow? Yeah, everyone had to live in Jermaine's <laughs> yeah. shadow. It's was getting the band it's back rough together. Out there. <laughs> it's, it's rough out there. It's rough It's
0: rough. Cold. <laughs>
3: yeah, there's enough Josephs that you don't really have to, you're like Yeah, I can blend. Yeah. It
2: Just... works out good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: So we also saw that on, on the website it was J.J. J. Woods is what is wait, we're using that as a pen name for a while, or is that? Well, yeah, that...
0: Jermaine became the middle name, so it's J, okay. J. J. Joseph Jermaine Woods. Gotcha. Oh man.
1: Should we bleep that out when we we edit the podcast? We're like revealing all your secrets. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe.
0: No, it's all good.
1: We'll just post like. It's out there. For your um, headshot, we'll just post that picture on Facebook when you don't upload a picture and it's just the outline. (laughs) of shout out. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it
3: was funny because when we first met, Erin introduced us and she introduced you, I think, as Black Atticus. Mm -hmm. And then you messaged me on Facebook about big years i think it was right and it was from, from personal your base. personal yes. and i was like "Who
4: the? Who is is this? <laughs>
3: <What> <laughs> so the? it took me so like in my head it's still like your name your christian name might as well be black atticus <laughs> that's how i think of you and so you know, it is it is kind
0: of righteous yeah <laughs> it is righteous and that's just i don't know what i think of but i, 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 it's, it's, it, I tell people it's the name that time gave me so mm. yeah the journey creative journey gave me that name so yeah it works out. I mean, people ask me all the time, "What do you want me to call you?" I'm like, "Hey, whatever feels natural to you." <laughs> <Whatever> <laughs> I was first... gonna say, like, so you respond right? to all of first it. Pops to your head. Then... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I literally answer all of them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, we—if you think about it, we all have at least two or three names. You know, that's mm-hmm. true. I have like some um, some of my elders in the family. They still call me Jermaine, mm-hmm. right? Because oh, yeah. they were there when I was born. Right. So They get that pass. I'm like, you know what? It's cool. Like, you still remember that, so I mm-hmm. respond to it. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and then some places I'm black, or you know, some of my friends have kids. I'm Uncle know Oh, that's That's really cute. Uncle Addie So I'm like, hey. Oh, that's so. I have at least four or five. Yeah, so it's good I live with
1: them. Yeah, that's nice. Do you think you become a different person? Like, do you Not become Jermaine? All. Do you Not have all. multiple personalities? Not at I don't know. All. I feel like you have <laughs> no. a lot of different names. Only- Sometimes you like become a different, <laughs> yeah. you know, person.
0: Nah, no, I don't. I don't even change when I drink. <laughs> I think the only thing that really changes to me is, like, you know, like, in-depth relationships, heartache. Yeah. That changes. For, for mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm pretty much the same personality. I mean, I like it. Yeah, until you get weird on me for, like, a prolonged period of time. <laughs> <laughs> that thing gets weird. Like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Which goes against my religion. Like, do that. <laughs> you know? No weirdness. Well, I can, I can say none. Some weird is fun. Some weird is necessary. Yeah, yeah. But certain right. levels of weird.
1: Right, right. Gotta yeah. go. It's a yeah. very important yeah. balance. Right, right. <laughs>
0: very important. You're right. Mm-hmm. Quir- Absolutely. Quirks are actually one of the, I mean, a lot of the poetry I'm going to reading today, especially the ones about women or whatever, were derived from my, uh, my love of their quirks.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? So I, I found some of the most attractive women have a lot of quirks or really corny jokes. True. <laughs> sure. um, yeah. So... That's cool. <laughs> that works, yeah.
3: <laughs> well, so before we get before we jump in, as good of a segue as that would have been to go <laughs> to a poem, I want to hear about how you got started writing, because um, I know hmm. I know a little bit about your like performance poetry journey, but I don't know much about how like where did you grow up writing?
0: Wow, you know what? You're the first person to ask that during the interview. Really? <laughs> Never, so you better get an answer no one's ever heard. <laughs> uh, I got into writing. Um, because i was a I was fascinated with uh retro comic books okay uh, my uncle gave me uh his whole collection um i think when i was like six years old mm. uh, he, that was when he that's when he was living in atlanta and um i, I brought him back to, to knoxville and i just i was fixated with like the like i said when i say retro i mean like back when comic books were like they were as big as the freaking newspaper like yeah, the, old, right. the old conans and like the language was a lot like denser and like uh my first introduction to collegiate writing and i was just like what is what is the simmering going through i read (laughs) come in and like you know i get stumped by words i'm gonna go look at like mom what does this word mean so she gave me a dictionary Mm -hmm. and uh i was fixated with the storyline and then i was a huge fan of frank miller's early work before he became the frank miller in Mm -hmm. in the comic book world right and um i was just fascinated so my my love for drawing led to well i gotta have a storyline so i started writing okay my own comic books back in Boston, mm-hmm. you
2: know,
0: wee Tyke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the name a wee type. <laughs> but, but as far as like uh getting into poetry mm. um that was was hip-hop rhymes, mm-hmm. hip-hop uh, I was most fascinated with um uh red man first I actually have I actually have a rhyme about that uh, yeah. I got introduced to, to hip-hop that wasn't as popular in the south mm. you know um so yeah from red man to um, Diggable Planets, fell in love with them. I wasn't a big fan of a lot of the South artists at first until Outcast came along. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, so from that and then of course I was a huge Biggie fan. I was a Biggie fan. Yeah. So, yeah, between Pac and Big, I was a Biggie fan. And uh, yeah, like I don't know, it's just like how did he how did he explain so much in so sh- like just a short like these fragment sentences yeah. and, just, mm-hmm. and break people down in like just two or three words I was like oh that's genius. So yeah, that was a uh, my first kind of real fixation with it. So.
3: So it was the language that pulled you in. Yeah, the
0: fun with language. Yeah. Um, black Star, To Quality Most Deaf, hearing that level of intelligence, Wu-Tang, yeah. um, hearing them weave words so eloquently, it was refreshing, because I was hearing a lot of stupid stuff, like, yeah. you know, like refreshing around the way, or like, you know, just, um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm a South hip-hop head all day, yeah. but I, <laughs> a, lot of my, a lot of my friends are like... They probably like. Oh, I can't believe you said that about man. No, a lot of that stuff sucked, man.
2: <laughs> I mean, as far as like language wise, yeah, it, yeah, it, it sucked, man. Yeah. We, we
0: love the beats, you know. He was in the booty shake, so I was like, you know. But the, but the lyrics that got me was I was like, man, yeah. when I first heard uh, Talib uh one of his rhymes, he said, he, he said, uh, you stopping this preposterous, like androgynous misogynist. <laughs> You picked the wrong time. Stepping into me when I'm prime, like optimist. I was like, "What is he saying?" So <laughs> I had to like look up this. and I was like, "This is
2: fucking awesome." So, and then, and then for me
0: personally, you know, as a black male in America, to hear to hear that as a young kid, I was like, "Okay, we are highly intelligent." Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So, and I had evidence and proof, and instead of like, you know, dead people like W. E. B. Du Bois and mm. you know Langston Hughes, so I, I love Langston Hughes, love his work, but you know. To hear something that's like you know you're breathing on the planet same time I am yeah that's my shit
1: yeah yeah so it just got you excited it got
0: me yeah it got me yeah it, me. Yeah. it and, seems uh, like, like
1: on so many different levels too like not only using words but also like like getting your voice out there mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah for people to hear
0: yeah that's exciting I mean I, I think I think um, with the hip hop generation we were into it so like uh, me and my my best friend um, growing up my best friend growing up Iron Griffin. We used to actually like walk back and forth from school. We were both fixated with uh, Red Man and Method Man song, "How High," and
2: mm-hmm. we knew all the lyrics. Mm-hmm. So
0: I would take I take Red's parts, he take Meth's, and we just walk down the street and just go back and forth saying the whole <laughs> the whole verse. And so, like that's what kind of got me into like really saying rhymes. And yeah. I, I didn't even realize it because, uh, like I said, it's not New York. We weren't like freestyling or nothing. We just kind of right. had a bunch of rhymes in our head that we knew. So that's how I kind of got into reciting, yeah, and, and then writing. Writing didn't come along really until after high school.
3: Okay. Yeah, because you were just doing other things.
0: Uh, no, the inter- no 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 the internet came in. <laughs> oh, okay. Like like like, uh, the like, like, like uh, Yeah, dial sure. up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dialogue came out and uh, we got it, I got I got into like this uh, message board and mm-hmm. uh, you know they was they was spinning rhymes. Yeah so yeah.
1: yeah man that is like a huge theme yeah. that we found it's is that so, so cool. many people yeah like got on message boards like forums yes. and yeah stuff and online. loved it and like yeah. it's like, oh, like made some great friends their minds out there yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah great friends good. great like readers and yes. people to like critique or like you critique know encourage yes, yeah yes. yeah that's like so, a fan club
0: and that's so weird i had um <laughs> man i never told about this i used to <laughs> i used to go by a moniker uh my first rap name was rrx killer cast that was my first first online rap name and uh i ran into this cat named icarus mc and we ended up being like best friends like 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 we we lost touch for like 15 years and he just hit me up like earlier this year oh wow so me and him just reconnecting and i say our fixation for how you weave words Mm -hmm. together it's like (laughs) it's still very very strong like it's very very strong yeah yeah it's like
1: and you you guys met online
0: we met online we met online on AOL through uh, yeah the message boards i, cool. I want to do, I mean, yeah. do
1: a whole separate podcast about people who are friends online yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it, so it, great and it was i mean it
0: was dope, it was dope cuz it was like um it was it was ridiculously mentally stimulating to yeah. like Meet somebody who's also a rap snob. Like I'm I'm a I am a rap snob. I'm not a poetry I had snob. I have no idea. I'm not a poetry snob, but when mm. it comes to rap, I am a rap snob. I'm mm. like, you have opinions. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have very high opinions. Very high opinions. I'm like I'm like, I understand what you are saying, sir. However, you were offbeat and that is against the religion. Okay. Right? What were you trying to go for there? You know what I mean? Like, you know. Like speaking like, truth to power. I mean, right? absolutely. I mean. Yeah, like I like, like when it comes to rap, like I do enjoy uh, positive messages, mm. but at the core of it, I I appreciate the craft of it. So, right. I don't care how smart or intelligent if I agree with you. If you're offbeat, man, I hate you. Like, <laughs> right? yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I hate, yeah. I hate you I hate you I hate you to my core yeah
3: because the beat's right. so yeah. essential yeah. yeah
0: yeah the beat is serious unless you make your own beat with the rhythm right and Right. it's mm-hmm. like okay it's cool you can rap before the beat after the beat right just let me understand your pattern right, right? and if you fail like how you fail me you let me down <laughs> yeah you let me down well if
1: you can't follow them where they're going like exactly. if you lose the listener because right. you're right. or you're ultimately if,
0: if you're breaking the musicality of it right? Like, you're, you're,
1: right. yeah you're killing the vibe like I don't
4: kill yeah <laughs> learning well, the mystery. I feel like there's
3: rules to it, too, though. Like, people don't realize that, like, one of the I, one of the coolest things that I learned about rap was the way that, um, like, you could break down the lines and how all of it is hitting. Like, you could almost, like, chart out mm-hmm. the beats and the, like, I, I don't even know all the language for it, but it was so, like, some of those best lines of rap mm-hmm. are, like perfectly written they're, they're like you know yeah, they are, the, and they're they perfectly are perfect. timed yes, and the and yes. the emphasis is yeah it's like a fine-tuned like yeah. a beautiful machine and right. i think some people just want to like spit some like they yeah, just want to you know say some something. shit which is great like there's right. a time and a place for that but that's not like necessarily artistry
0: not necessarily, mm-hmm. and you know, and my thing is like you know, there's there's a pass for like you know noobs if you're just getting started. There's a pass yeah. um, for some reason. I've noticed that whether you're on stage or whether you are definitely if you're recording, a lot of people get extremely loud. Mm. Like they go, they go from like zero to ten. Yeah, they, they don't know how to build up. Like because it's just it's it's that. I mean, I, when I first started recording, my first recordings were just man <laughs> oh man I, was
2: like, I have a vein in the neck you know yeah. <laughs> screaming you know <laughs> yeah
0: i was like why am i doing that that's not how i talk but you yeah. know it takes time to grow into that yeah you know but it's interesting but but if you've been on it like you know 10 years plus you get no pass from me like you mm. suck <laughs> you
1: <laughs> like my, who are you listening you to soul, <laughs> what are you right? doing <laughs> you have no friends,
0: your friends are, <laughs> all your friends are lying to you yeah. Yeah. nobody tells you it sucks nobody
1: they didn't have a good message board right they did not have <laughs> yeah, a good solid
0: message board <laughs> but no, i mean it's funny that, that that um the the written rhyme um as opposed to the poetry mm. um it taught me how to find the rhythm just from like i should be able to read the rhythm like it like like if you're just like good food like you know like you know it smells good before you cook it yeah right you know it's going to be good, right? (laughs) I feel the same way about the rhyme. Like if it can't, if it can't hold its own without a beat, Mm. it's suffering. Yeah. Yeah. If it needs all that help, it's not good. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That makes sense. That's how we got into it. Yeah, so that's interesting that's
1: cool. too. Because reading some of your work um, today, it is like I can hear a rhythm in my head already. So I'm like, I yeah. can't wait to hear how this sounds like with a beat to it. You mm-hmm. know, I didn't listen to the audio recordings yet. Yeah,
2: ah, uh-huh. I'm gonna listen uh-huh. to it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did not listen.
1: <laughs> I, like,
2: I would rather wait. I work. But yeah, <laughs>
0: but, that's good
1: stuff. yeah, that's. Uh, Really interesting. I forgot what I was gonna say. I had a really smart thing to say, say. Of course. <laughs> It'll it'll return. Always yeah. it'll start. return
0: after I leave.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: are <laughs> Like, you know what? That's what it was. I'm
1: gonna think of a real smart thing to say.
0: <laughs> I love your Christmas tree. <laughs>
1: it's cat proof. <laughs> It's a cat-proof Christmas tree. it got a little cat on top too. Yeah. It's very cute.
0: That is hilarious.
3: Joe, um, Aaron's partner, 3D printed that little cat.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I got it. I just gotta ask. If you if you knew to get a cat-proof Christmas tree, does this mean at some point in time y'all suffered? oh the, yeah the wrath of the cats well we wow. never really Before had Christmas a full tree, tree. Uh-huh. I
1: always had a mini tree that was a little bit bigger than that yeah I mean even that we one last did. year was, was no, this horizontal one is... every year oh that's that was the one. new one <laughs> oh, yeah then my old one <laughs> your old one every horizontal. time I got home yeah. was laying on the floor <laughs> yeah
2: that is hilarious yeah.
1: This one has a little bit of a heavier base, so it's. Yeah, don't forget. They're less. It it. But they just want to, like. Yeah. It was
4: talking smack. It was
2: talking smack. They just want to shit on, shit on it. it. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: It just want to cr- eat it. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's got danglies.
3: <laughs> what
2: did you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, it's, you made it for me. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> it's is a not a toy. <laughs> yeah, it does. Truly, well, it okay. checks all the boxes. It like
3: checks all the boxes. Else. Right, it checks all the boxes. Things that dangle. All the toys Sparkle, things that make noise, things that are fun
2: to chew. Trees, possibility of meeting a bird, (laughs) killing bird, bringing it back as gift for mom. It's It's all out of love. It's 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 all out of love.
3: It's instinct, very deep down in their core.
1: (laughs) I love the possibility of meeting a bird. Possibilities, endless. bones are in trees. You know, I love to believe that my cat is thinking that far
3: ahead, but I'm just not certain. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: It's all instinctual. It's not a thought. It's,
3: it's not. Yeah, it's, it's a just,
0: feeling in yeah. their bones. It's just instinct. It's like, right? Well, um, <laughs> before yeah.
3: Stephanie and I lived together, the year before I lived with um another girl who had she had two cats, and one of her cats was well, they're both hunters. They're both indoor yes, outdoor cats, and yes. one but one cat, Hocus. <laughs> shout out to hocus um shout literally out. i watched him kill a bird just to eat the bird's eyeballs and that's then he it. and then he didn't he just left it and then he like went off and did another thing i, mean, I was like apparently that's the best that's part don't <laughs> <Apparently, laughs> so he was like i'm
1: gonna take part. your life gourmet eat just to eat the eyeballs
0: <laughs> just to eat <laughs> eyeballs. Like, it's g- like a five-star it's restaurant a gourmet, i never looked at him the same it's after a that thing. <laughs> <laughs> i
3: was like oh okay
0: all right <laughs> now i'm sure he'd have a healthy argument like have you ever actually eaten a full bird raw he's like the eyes are the best part right you're right, <laughs> right. yeah i'm sure it was, was full <laughs> from lunch right 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 you you just right, it a snack. Snack. right. right. <laughs> absolutely and there's only one way to get that kind of snack right you have you to, kill to kill it. the whole bird right it's it's a mercy know. killing really. it, it, it makes sense it makes sense right right at all times the cat knows we're all gonna die anyway right. <laughs> yeah right. ultimately we might as well die this way
4: very, very aware arsenics. of
1: death yeah yeah uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I got dark fast. <laughs>
1: anyway, yeah. there's no good segue from the inevitability of death.
4: <laughs>
3: well, okay, so you were yeah, you remember. were writing rhymes, you're reciting things, um, kind of getting into the rhythm of it, mm-hmm. and then how did that become take a turn toward poetry?
0: Oh, um, college. Um, when I finally hit college, okay, first off, after high school, I took a full semester off. Mm. Uh, I just worked, and whenever I wasn't at work, I came back home. I was on that message board. I was fixated. Yeah. Right? I'm trying to figure out how to get this rhyme thing. I remember one time I stayed up all night writing, and uh, fell asleep in the living room. Woke back up and kept writing some more, <laughs> and until I finally got it, I was like, "Ah, I finally yeah. figured it out." So, yeah. So the fixation was real, and then I go to college, and you know, of course, to that through that um just that. Change of um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like environment, social dynamic. Yeah, mm. like I was introduced to, well, the friends I gravitated to also introduced me to uh, the local spoken word scene. So I went down to Fairfield, Alabama, to Miles College, mm-hmm. and at Miles College is when I met. Um, I call them my three oracles from Memphis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All my friends came to me in threes. Like you know, the the, MC, <laughs> the MCs came to me in threes. Uh, my homegirls came to me in threes. And, uh, they were all from Memphis, which totally changed my opinion about people from Memphis. Yeah. (laughs) You know, uh, Shala, Ron, no, Shala, um, Erica, and, um, I want to say, her name, come back to me.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Anyway. It's right there on the table. I love you. I just hadn't, you just hadn't talked in a while. So anyway, (laughs) they took me to a local, they took me to a local, um, poetry spot
4: Mm.
0: and, um, they, and there is like, what it was, it was like a, it was a, it was a young couple. They had like a little small two bedroom house. They gutted out their, their entire living room and turned it into a venue. Cool. A little small raised stage. And from there, um, like it was close enough to campus to walk to. Nobody had a car. So we walked. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we got there and it was the coolest shit I ever seen in my life. And I, I met it, I ran to a poetry troupe called Infinite Currents. Mm. And, um. From from that, I, I ended up getting just like hooked to spoken word. I was like, oh, this is the coolest shit. It's yeah. like, it's not rap, but it's like, oh, it's got flow in its conversation. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. shit. This has got to step up the rhyme. And to me, it was all about stepping the rhyme up. So I was like, yeah. poetry's going to help step the rhyme up. Mm-hmm. But um, And then, and of course, through that, I learned the the magic of the art of conversation, mm-hmm. the rhythm of natural conversation. Mm-hmm. And so uh, college, was, college age area um, kind of got me fixated with it. I got so far into it, poetry got me kicked out of college. (laughs) After my second semester. Oh, no. Yes, yes, yes. One of my friends I was running with, um, he ended up writing. His name was Brandon. He was from Chicago. Um, And he ended up writing a piece. And I wrote a piece. Except we did it at two different times, two different events. Uh And we had two different energy. It was yin and yang. It was yin and yang. yang. So, like, I wrote a piece um, for the local... Uh, Q-Dog fraternity had like an Apollo night. Okay. Right? And so I was like, I'm like, I'm gonna get an Apollo. Why not? It was (laughs) like, cool. And they was like, what are you gonna do? I was like, I'm gonna do a poem. Uh, Poetry never wins. (laughs) (laughs) And literally like, like five or six people said that to me that day. Yeah. Right? I didn't give a damn. I was just like, I just want to share this poem I wrote about what's going on on campus. Right? And uh, I wrote a poem called Step Into the Land. And I got up on stage after every time it was gonna suck, like a poetry that win. Yeah. Um, man, I got a standing ovation. Awesome. I got a standing ovation. I just talked about, you know, I had them laughing about the irony of being like, you know, college broke, which is a whole nother. Yeah, right. Right. It's like you can have twenty dollars in your pocket, right? But if you don't have a car and you're on campus, right, and you want to get something out of the vending machine, nobody has changed for a twenty. Yeah. So you have more money than anybody else, but you can't spend that money. So it's, just <laughs> like, uh, it's college broke. So, anyway, um, we did that in. That got a standing ovation, and then apparently my friend Brandon was somewhere else at another event, and his poem was about what's going on on campus. except he was he was so he was calling out all the dirt. Yeah, all the dirt on the deans, on mm. everybody. The drama, right? So yeah, he got kicked out immediately, and I was more systematically kicked out. Got so it anyway, slow burn. poetry did that. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I got a call one day at the, around the end of semester. And I was like, uh, Mr. Woods, we don't know how you're paying for your schooling. I'd been there. Two whole semesters. I was like, you just now found that? Uh-huh. So, like, they, yeah, they conveniently lost my information. Uh-huh. Perfect. Yeah, fun times. Jeez, yeah. that was shitty. Yeah, yeah. And I got a call from, like, the local news. It was crazy.
3: <laughs> yeah, it sounds was crazy. like it. It was, it, was
0: <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. My mom had me make a good call, though. So I called her, and she was just like, you know what? They they have a certain thing that any president of a college can do to you, where if they put you on a certain list, you can't be admitted anywhere. And I was like, well, I don't want that. So, well, yeah, get the hell out of Fairfield, Alabama. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, yeah. Anyway, but <laughs> I knew, I knew after that, I was like, oh, I got to keep writing. Yeah. I was like, yo, it moved y'all. Strength. Yeah. Like but weird. I didn't, I, I, but I didn't know it was for the poetry until the next semester. My friend called me back and she was like, Joe, orientation this year. What happened? He said, the dean got up and said, look around. You don't see any of your poetry friends. Not <laughs> what? That's I
4: was a,
0: like, I was
2: like. He like he for the real, world? like got rid of all the poetry. I was people. like, well, yeah, but I thought about it. Like, yo, they kicked out everybody.
3: Oh my God.
0: Yep. Hands down hands down that's fucked up yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. they
3: were like these people are too powerful <laughs> yeah
0: man yeah they, they, they got us up fast that's that's f- but, but i was like that's the power of words
3: yeah yeah
0: i was like yo you should what an immediate can, lesson you yeah shit up yeah man so yeah that, that, that was my thing it was better getting assassinated for writing an article yeah that's yeah. <laughs> so much better i mean yeah right right. <laughs> i mean, gotta choose I mean. I mean if i gotta choose
3: Living I'm, I'm, is I'm nice. I'm good with this. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. good with
0: that lesson. It works out great. Yeah. So
3: you moved back home.
0: Yeah. Came back and uh, and I found Knoxville Poetry Slam like immediately. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I met. That's when I first met my uh, my boy Star and I yeah. met Rhea and they were already in the slam here. And yeah. then I met like Julia Nance, uh, John Kilpatrick, C. Lynn. They, those were like uh, Daniel Roop. They were the ones yeah. that were like running slam and just... The gods, <laughs> the gods of spoken word slam. That was funny. They were better than rappers to me. They were better. Yeah. Than, they were better than rappers. I keep my hands out in front of the mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
3: that's awesome. Yeah,
0: it was sick. It was, it was crazy. Crazy good work.
3: So it just kept up the the inspiration for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. kept kept the fire going. That's awesome. And then, um, yeah, by the time I got the car for back, it was over. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're yeah. hooked. They're all about finding new voices, right? Yeah. They they, they ingrained that into everybody, like.
2: The power of a new voice. We love new
0: voices. So, yeah. Yeah. Fun times.
2: So, was that, that
3: about the time then that you were writing these first poems? 2011-ish?
0: Oh, gosh. Um, or
3: that was a... That
0: oh. was somewhere in the mix of that. Yeah, like, what time I got to writing that. Um, my first slam... That, th- those writings at that time were strictly for slam. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten into... Focusing on page poetry until, like, probably in the last two, three years. Yeah, okay. Everything has been about for spoken word. I was slam junkie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, how to storm a stage and uh, what do you got to say, right?
3: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, when you were writing these, were you... How did you draft them? Were you writing them down in a journal or were you, like, kind of a mixture of speaking and writing and...
0: Both. A little bit of both, um... When you're writing a slam piece, or at least, at least when I'm writing one, yeah, <clears throat> I start off with like a cool concept, and then maybe a few lines. But um, you start off writing it, and then sometimes like I get away from the page and just say it out loud. Yeah, got to get away. It's like, does this make sense out loud?
3: Yeah, yeah. Does it sound
4: right? My like,
0: idea. Does, does it sound right coming from me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying? yeah, like, yeah. You know, so it's just a blend of both. Half the time, um, memorizing is 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 really uh, as simple as you know, write it and then say it in the mirror or have a friend mm-hmm. hold the paper. Mm-hmm. Just like you would, you know, study for a, you know, speech for a debate or whatever. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Same thing. But it's interesting during that time, it was all about uh, sharing it. I, I, I guess the kind of writer I am. I, I was always planning to share.
1: Right.
0: Whatever yeah. the hell I was writing. So the audience was always in mind. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think something I'm always curious about with um, spoken word and with um, uh, Meg, who we interviewed last week, mm-hmm. who was a playwright is about like do do you um write a draft and then share it with other people or are you putting it on the stage as soon as possible and kind of working with the feedback or mm. you know what i mean like are you drafting things after you're performing them and then going back and be like i think i'm going to change a few things or i need to add mm. another part this needs to be longer right um yeah i'm, I'm curious about that because i feel like that seems like it would be a good strategy, but also mm-hmm. scary. <laughs> yeah, 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 vulnerable. Like, for sure. Or, yeah, maybe that vulnerable. didn't work all the way, but like <laughs> a
0: lot of people saw it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, as a creative, you're always gonna be like probably your own worst critic, your biggest critic, and yeah. then and then to turn around and share something you're not even sure about. Yeah, yeah, that's scary. You know, um, for me, it I, I guess it would matter if like during the time of the process. Are they are the people I trust around mm. that I would share? But if not, then I just you know I just write it and you know see if it does its job. Yeah, yes, why not? Uh, yeah, but a lot, a lot of my a lot of my a lot of my early work was meant to be funny, so mm. I had a, I already had a gauge. Like if it didn't crack me up. I wasn't reading it. Mm, right. You know, I'm like, does this
4: crack me up? Nah. All
0: like, right, nah. <laughs> this, this isn't working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that and a lot of them were character pieces too. So. Yeah. But yeah, but as far as like different artists have different processes when it comes to that, but with slam. Due to the competition of it all, um, it is based around a competition. So yeah. when we get on a slam team, we have to all share the work. Mm-hmm. We have to, mm-hmm. you know, because it's already an audacious art form where we're judging art, like, you know, flat out. We're right. scoring from zero to ten. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. we, like whether you suck or not. You know? yeah. and, uh, so, you know, it's like... you know, it's <laughs> On, like, a cold reading, basically. Right, 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 right Yeah, right. I kind of so, love it. Yeah, so, but, but the, I guess what it is, like, when you get a real team together, your coach is not going to let you do, like, some you know, suicide run. Right. Some bullshit. Right? He's like, no, yeah. run that into me. I'll crush you. Yeah. Before I let some cr- crowd crush you and you mm. crush the whole team. Right. Right. And
1: man, I want to be on a team.
0: And they'll tell you, this isn't going to work.
2: And you're right? like, I'm so sorry, coach. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who we're going against?
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It's rough out there. It's rough.
3: Yeah. It's super competitive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, I think that's as good a place to actually read a poem as yeah. any. Ah!
0: So, I do you to want to read, read this one for least, us? Least, do you
3: okay, know okay. this old thing? Right. Right. Do you have it memorized? This the, no, this one I do
0: not. <laughs> Some of the stuff I used to have memorized, but if I haven't recited it in a while, yeah. Yeah. So. No, I,
4: yeah. It leaves the brain. Yeah, yeah.
1: You got to make room for new things.
0: I was going to
3: yeah. say, I used to have a ton of my stuff memorized, but mm-hmm.
0: no longer. It's all gone no out. No longer. Grad school I was, ruined I was, me for me. I, <laughs> I was told by one of my mentors to stop memorizing pieces. Why? Um in case you know the piece is not finished you don't uh. want to have three or four versions of it in your head you know mm. some work is always kind of growing mm. you know, over time that
3: is fair yeah
0: like even this piece i can totally go back and add some more the more i've grown and learned yeah about my security systems right <laughs> yeah okay so let's read this one as it is as it is as is this is uh, from Poems from Strap 2.0, released November 11th. Get going, 2011. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> security systems. I have found that some of the world's most advanced security systems develop around the hearts of women I fall in love with, so I've gotten pretty good at hacking the codes. From the no that means yes to the yes that means maybe To so the maybe that means yes baby I am that crazy And to say it's cause she's been lonely lately Is quite possibly the understatement of a lifetime For deep lifelines don't mean Light will shine for where we need it most Especially when most hearts are fickle host servers With Wi-Fi signals that aren't as strong As why they cry so long for those who Done them wrong for those who yell so long From the thongs of iceberg shoulders why closure Creeps no closer regardless of how we choose to Hold her like lovers like friends like closest Of kindred spirit like skin Like ten good reasons to get over because I'm knowing it'll be okay but the yeah yeah I don't know just not not today today echoes off of tomorrow and today like yesterday's excuses as love loses its potency it is provoking me to take serious any smile that has experience, that knows how to make an appearance when life threatens trust, to study up on children that know the difference between fate and luck, who look both ways before crossing the street to meet the ice cream truck, who never get fatally stuck between the sway of the jingles, who may or may not believe in the Tooth Fairy or Kris Kringle, but know that mommy is still mommy, regardless if she is married or if she's single, regardless if she gave physical birth to them, she is still the answer to a prayer yet given, sort of like how the phoenix was the phoenix before and after it had risen, see, she was just as beautiful when beneath the ash and rubble she lived in. See, these women, these women's feelings are carefully hidden behind bone-white prisons. Their smiles, an encryption, a binary system that binds every rhythm of one and none, of all and some and in all. The sum of their fears are as clear as the closet over there and the fridge over here. As a jeans they won't wear this year because that bitch in the mirror just stares like, how dare you do this to me? She always offends, never makes amends. And though this poem is about her and her and her, It's more so for those who bug them. For those who mean no harm, just keep tripping their alarms trying to love them. This one is for every time you just want to take 10. Just want to pause and give in because damn it can be exhausting trying to get her to love you more than she hates him. Or her. Or them. To love herself more than the fear that pain may rain through her veins again. When the weight tends to strain and bend truth to scale. Some lose all the pounds around the weight, but the heart's still heavy as hell, so her protective shell seems hard as nails, and it's hard to tell when her soul goes frail because she acts real tough and she fronts so well. But the jig's all up when those tears break out of jail. And the more she keeps reminiscing over loved ones that had failed, she'll need you to pay attention in case she can't make bail because we all need some kind of love to stay strong and prevail. And that's that piece. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, you like
2: poetry. Yeah, time. I
1: came to hear the poetry. She I
3: poetry. if I read my poems out loud, she always comes
0: really? to the she's room like,
3: where I'm she's like, What's aw, going on?
0: Whoa, get a yeah. that is pimp. Yeah. It's, she's like, I'm done now. I'm, You're yeah, done reading, done. I'm done. That is beautiful. She, okay, poem's done, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Well, she comes <laughs> back and you read the next she's one. She's like, cause... show's over. Alright, whatever. <laughs> Dang, it's rough out here, okay. <laughs> If I want attention I gotta give I gotta give a poem yeah exactly <laughs> that's pretty cool. that's
3: pretty cool yeah I, had, I recorded a couple of poems for a publication recently and I was home alone doing it because I didn't want to do it while Stephanie was here <laughs> right. and, and Lou came into the office and just sat there and was like
4: wow which did not
3: make it easier
4: which did not <laughs> make, <laughs> like, make it easier like why are you
3: watching me
4: <laughs>
3: I don't need an audience I right now I love
4: this I love it uh,
3: okay that that's was awesome cool. So this one, you were saying even before you read it that you would make changes now. I would. What makes you say that?
0: About oh, I mean, uh, I know, I, I vividly remember, because the way I wrote it, I vividly remember what I was trying to get across, yeah. and I, I remember what I thought I understood. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I still agree, yeah. you know, but there's so much more when I think about... Uh, <laughs> Women's hearts being described as security systems. Yeah, oh, yeah, man, <laughs> I can write a whole new piece on that one, you know. Yeah, and so I, I mean, I, I think about a lot of that with a lot of the pieces I have, or at least my understanding of like pantameter, my understanding of flow, yeah, uh, as it increases, and um, when I think about vibration, I'm like oh man, we can really take this piece on another level, yeah, way. for sure, yeah. right? But I mean, not to take away from it, the piece, still does its job. Yeah. I had fun reading that. It works out.
1: Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you just gotta stop with pieces. Yeah, you know, like yeah. pieces can build and build and build, and you're like, well, now I feel this way, so yeah. let's change this old poem. But sometimes you just have to let it write a new poem. Write a yeah. new poem. Yeah, just let it be. Let that one be. Move on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you got to.
3: So in this one, there seemed to be like a lot of attention to um, sound and internal rhyme like a lot of the mm-hmm. a lot of the language in in within the lines and, and I mean so do you okay let me do you often <laughs> um use sound to drive your rhythm like use the rhyme to drive the beat or do you find a beat and then kind of fill it in later like which is it Mm. chicken or egg or is it Uh,
0: neither uh yeah i mean whether it's the beat or i like i I like to say flow like i don't want to do it if it doesn't have flow right like for me personally um and then and then this so many years of writing rhymes and and when i approach poetry um yeah like like it's kind of trained me to where it's like okay if i'm saying this you know um so what makes sense sonically and what makes sense, like, like literally in the context, right? right. So I'm always chasing to find that perfect word mm-hmm. or that perfect, like, combination Sequence. of words mm-hmm. that holds the rhythm and also makes fucking sense. Right. I mean, that's my shit. So, and, and I maybe, I mean, maybe writing would be easier if I wasn't doing that. <laughs>
4: like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you got, got a lot of, might, of plates maybe, spinning.
0: Maybe it would be, you know? Um, but yeah that, that it does, it's a driving force for me yeah for sure yeah because because even when i'm doing spoken word poetry i feel like i still have to represent for the hip-hop yeah yeah like well, that's kind of like at all times
1: yeah and that's kind of the whole thing like if you're not excited about it while you're writing it mm-hmm. then is the person listening to it going to be excited like yeah. if, you're, if you're not following that flow if, not, if you're not into it while you're writing it is the person who listens to it later going to be Are they yeah. going to feel that same way right are they going to be you taken mind. away by it? it but yeah,
0: all that matters to me, like, extremely. If I can't find the flow, I don't want to do it.
4: Mm-hmm. But yeah.
0: although I do wish, I mean, like, now I find myself more interested in... Um, I, okay, so, like, and I don't... Nobody asked this question, but I'm saying, like, if, <laughs> you look, if you were to look at my earliest, like, slam work, mm. a lot of it is through characters. So, mm. uh, I'm known for a piece called Sardis Six Weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was
1: just thinking and, of that
0: one. <laughs> yeah. And then I have another poem called Langston Washington Carter, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Uh, Chicken, Ham, and Cheese Theorem. Yep. Yep. All those are through characters. That was comfortable. Right. As far as, like, poetry and slam, that was very comfortable for me. So, it was humorous, and I was still able to get in what I really felt about things mm-hmm. through a character there's right. a, distance there. There a distance. There was a distance. there's was a healthy mm. distance between that, and then <laughs> when there's not a distance, then I have to mask it in the cool thing of the flow. Mm. And I do wish sometimes, like I think the I think the only era of my life where I was like writing just for myself, not sharing it, is when I was more into sketches. Like if mm. I go through all my sketchbooks, I draw a sketch and then I'll say some really honest hard shit. When yeah. I, when I look back on, like ooh. And I, and so I would like to find a balance. I'm, well, at least now I'm at a, I'm at a point where I, I want to find a balance between, um, there is, there is a different type of flow that doesn't have to be so obvious. Um, which is what some of my more, some of my favorite poets pull off all the yeah. time. Um, especially some of my favorite writers. as I started looking at what, looking into the world of like prose Yeah. and looking into the world of like, if you are writing a novel and if you want to hold people's attention, you better use prose. You know, you got mm-hmm. how to figure out how to really, really draw and pull them in. Yeah. So, yeah, if I could go back and go, oh, man, I wish I could or, or I don't have to go back. <laughs> you know, I find myself just I'm, I'm drawn more to uh, beyond flow. I'm drawn more to honesty, more honest, yeah. more honest lines. Mm-hmm. Oof, that's my shit. <laughs> that's my shit you know the ones about the crack mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm, mm. yeah
1: the ones that get the snaps oh yeah the
0: ones that get the snaps the ones that get the snaps you know mm-hmm. yeah but I, I I don't know why this um, kind of draw to me but I remember the first time uh, me and Raya Raya was was head of the Knoxville Party Slam mm-hmm. we took the slam team down to um, I think I think I think we went to Birmingham I think slam was in yeah Birmingham. anyway we went to Alabama and um, there was a there's a group um, there's a group of poetry teams uh, up and down the east southern east coast I'm gonna say the southern east coast i want to say from the Carolinas down through Florida yeah. called Black on Black Rhyme mm-hmm. and the first time i ever heard black on black rhyme. they are like the cobra kai of the slam poetry (laughs) in my humble opinion they were cobra kai it was like they did not smirk smile they looked at you like you went not shit yeah we're gonna eat you alive spit you out (laughs) like fuck everything you ever thought about in your life we're about to tell you when we're done (laughs) when we're done you'll find a corner and you'll, you'll wait till oxygen lets you go. Right? <laughs> like, they were so fucking mean. But uh, I remember sitting in a circle listening to one of their poets. I didn't, I didn't even catch his damn name. He wasn't, like, one of the mainstays. But he was there. He made the team. Yeah. And he was, like, um, you know, like six six one, lean. And he had a lot to say, right? And I remember sitting there thinking to myself, like, I remember, I remember old stories where they would talk about how sometimes uh, to cheer the soldiers up in war... The general would get up, or someone would get up and they recite a poem. Yeah. Me, right. And I felt the warrior in the poetry. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was just like, okay, that's the power of the shit. Yeah. Like, I, I can hear it. So, you know, that's always been something I've always been like fascinated to see. I know I went down to Austin, Texas for one of the slams. Um, a woman got up and did a whole piece about uh, her fixation with home decor. But she had weaved it in with like, you know, all these life lessons and the things she was going through personally in her yeah.
2: relationships I was like this is the dopest shit I ever heard
0: yeah. I was
2: like yeah. fuck how do you do that <laughs> why do I care about home decor
0: now like I want a marble top for a whole other reason like like, she, like so I guess what it was was like between rhyming and poetry and I remember somebody told me this one time they was like dude you can make a you make a damn poem about uh, a rhyme about a cigarette pack if you want to Yeah, as long as it's dope Yeah, you can pull people in right?
3: absolutely I think that's
0: the, I think that's what I love about the power of words it's like yeah. power of writing you know and um, I just fell in love.
4: Yeah.
3: Okay, so there's something that you have been talking about that I find really interesting, and you kind of mentioned it too at the big years reading that there's this. um, It sounds like what you're saying is that there's like a little bit of hesitancy on your part to be truly vulnerable with your like. Mm on stage at least like you like you're going to say true things but it's going to be through a character you're going to say true things but it's going to be
0: in a safe, clever yeah. yeah or it's going to yeah, be more saying
3: yeah and i always done. thought of like i always thought of spoken word and slam as being just like yeah you know a person laid bare um like and so that's i think why i eventually chickened out of doing it because i started ah. writing more poems <laughs> that were like
2: Get butt naked. Real,
3: on stage you know? Yeah. I was oh, like, I right. would rather get up on stage and be actually naked. Uh-huh. I'd rather strip on stage. Say than like, <laughs> yeah. And so I think like I, I do I, think I, it's I, interesting that um because the the form to me at least seems to require that kind of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um so I guess I'm just curious to hear your thoughts on that a little bit
0: more. Um. And like
3: how you I don't know how you think of it
0: oh well okay i th- I think of it like this. um, I'm extremely brave in areas that most people are afraid of, yeah, and then vice versa mm. so um, one thing in my work is that you might get a lot of inspiration, like I said like in my in my bio there, like it's like uh a dab a mother wit, um it's kind of the voices that were in my life, so I translate that that way. Yeah. You know, whether I want to or not, like, I want to be angry this time. Yeah. Like, I, still, I still round it out with something that you can learn from. And you know, this just kind of what it was, but like when it comes to, um, maybe writing something that I actually have a problem, everybody has a fear. So I have, yeah. certain, I have certain frontiers, like, like hardly any of my work is sexual.
4: Hmm.
0: Right. From my body of work, you couldn't really tell if I have a sexual, aside side or like, you know, like that's actually something that happens in my life. Yeah. Not from my body of work. <laughs> right. And I just don't feel comfortable writing about that mm-hmm. shit. Mm. Um, and then there's some stuff where it's like, you know, um, I don't do depressed poetry, though I do feel depressed, right? Mm-hmm. And to to I feel like po- po- poets are able to go where I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, wow, how'd you do that? And then vice versa, they're always looking at me like, how the hell did you do that? Yeah. Right? And so I'm interested in being more well-rounded and getting to that point where it's like okay that's cool which which is fun. i mean it's like everybody has room for growth right but no you're right i don't i do have um i th- i thought for the longest time uh, uh one of my one of my one of my li- liaisons queen sheba out of atlanta yeah yeah she has a uh running group called run ugly
2: Uh-huh.
0: And I thought it was actually a writing workshop. And I was like,
2: yeah, <laughs> I want to run ugly too. I just want to run through my poems and just be ugly. And <laughs> she's <laughs> like, no, we're actually running. <laughs>
0: no, no, we're actually running. Like, oh, oh, oh. Never no, oh, mind. I'm not oh, okay, interested. Okay. But <laughs> yeah. I heard what I was supposed to hear, I think, is what it was. Yeah. So I've been kind of tricked into exercise. I've been, I've exercise been calling, it, I've been calling it running ugly forever. And it was yeah. not about poetry. I was like, oh, snap. But yeah, like, um, <laughs> I think, I think. Uh, for me, it's a, it's a, since since creating is so personal, yeah, poetry can be very personal. Um,
3: so since it's already a personal so act,
0: it's just a personal act anyway. And then turn around, and take it further, like, oh man, and face your fears with this shit. Yeah. Like, oh, damn.
2: Fuck. What? Yeah. What do you want me to
0: do? Yeah. That'd be a lot of shitty first drafts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well,
3: yeah, and I didn't mean that That's to sound like a, a judgment at all, because I I find myself not being able to write in any other voice but my own. Like I can't write a character because I just it just. Yeah I don't I can't mm-hmm. Um, corral I'm like so in my own space right now that I can't corral outside energy and create like a character or create a voice mm-hmm. so I feel self-conscious about the fact that all my poems the I is me like my poems might as well be non-fiction pieces so mm-hmm. when um, people
1: talk about your work they're like the speaker and I'm is like, feeling this feeling and they are like me it's me, <laughs> it's me right, right, bitch right.
3: it's me bitch <laughs> it's just me <laughs> it's just me telling you my <laughs> neighbor's thoughts but in lines <laughs> uh, with That's line hilarious. breaks and then like a pretty metaphor yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I do think that there's a bunch of I do think that there's like every obviously everybody has strengths and everybody has room for growth. I just was curious about it cuz I think I don't know. I think people think of spoken word and slam as being sort of like one thing.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, kind of like a, a very Homogenous experience or a homogenous way of like a form, a way of writing. And I i found it really interesting that not everybody is like going up there to like mm-hmm. read their diary entry or I'm um, heavy air quotes for right. the listeners, like heavy air quotes. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not, it's <laughs> not all that. Entries. Yeah, exactly. Like some people are doing really interesting things with it. And like while it is beautiful and necessary, I think f- to give space and to give a platform for people to, um, perform pieces that are like deeply intimate and deeply personal i do think that like s- there's so many other things happening um mm-hmm. in spoken word and Absol- slam spaces absolutely,
0: absolutely. anyway
3: so absolutely. i was just curious how you I thought mean, of it
0: i mean i mean it's all it's all about growth i mean i know i know for a hard seven eight years i was all about slam gave a yeah. fuck about anything else <laughs> yeah um, I mean, when it, when it, if it came to poetry and spoken word. Yeah. And then um, as my friends kind of matured out of it, they were kind of like, man, you know, there's so much more out there besides Slim. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to see what they meant. You know, now I'm at a point now where I do host platforms and like, you know, I do invite new voices to come out because, you know, like I said, I'm at a point now where like I, I just love to hear honesty. Yeah. And there's some lines I've, I've, I've heard enough poetry to know you can't get to that shit without going through it. Yeah. I'm looking for those lines. Yeah. yeah. Can't get to it. You know what I mean? Uh, I can even tell when you're just writing from someone else's experience, Mm
4: -hmm.
0: you know, because there's going to be a certain way you write it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and so, (laughs) you know, so like, so like, 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 say, let's see, I'm trying to say if there's something in one of these pieces, um, that I I tried to mask and flow as opposed to just flat out saying, Mm. um, I'm sure there is, I'm sure in a lot of the work there is but but when I get down to now when I'm writing I do I do go nah 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 like fuck the fluff like let's just say what we mean say yeah. what you mean say what you mean get to it you know yeah and um I'm always like even like I, one poet in particular uh really Weekend Angie Wright um she's my favorite blogger because she is so fucking blunt yeah like just balls to the wall like what the fuck <laughs> you know, people gonna read that shit, right? Whoa! The kids are gonna read that shit! And she gives two fucks, man. She, yeah. She puts an asterisk by the ones that are little a little extra so the kids will know. Mm, yeah. Her kids will know, but other than that, she puts that shit out anyway. Like, fuck it. Yeah. So I, I, I can appreciate bravery in ways that I'm not. Yet. So.
1: Yeah, and there's room for
0: all of it, I
1: guess. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah.
0: It's mad room. It's, yeah, mad room. <laughs> it's mad room. It's all kind of room, yo.
1: Yeah. So um, much. Well Kevin. do you wanna um read us one of your new pieces? No. New we can do Nunu. new, we can do the other the Yeah, the one you brought us heartline. is very um now this seems like it definitely has a flow. Definitely like I was no, hearing it in my head. Heartline. heartline. Oh the heartline. The heartline. Oh okay, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the heartline.
3: Let's read that one and then and then read one of your new, new The Nunu.
1: That, that new shit. shit. That new shit.
0: Some of that new shit.
1: Every time oh, okay. every time we're at a poetry reading <laughs> and someone's like, I'm gonna read some new poems, I have to stop myself and be like, I think we should start yelling new shit and and all academic
3: poetry readings. I just wanna be as disruptive as possible. Yes. <laughs> I
0: think
1: I, I think I always do like a woohoo or yeah. something. Like I get excited. But...
0: This is from uh, uh, Black Doom mixtape and I just gotta say it's my dedication. To Mf Doom, when you talk about words, <sighs> <laughs> This bastard, like like Doom Doom has the nerve. Like I, like as far as like I don't fan out for many people, but like he has the nerve to like, he took Fragment sentences to a whole nother level. Yeah. Um. There's no there's no order to his songs. There's no hooks. Like it's, he it's, just say, does what he wants. It sounds like a bunch of random statements, and it's so funny. Anyway, so anyway, I did a whole dedication to his project. And the Heartline is the only song. Um, just like Security System was dedicated to you know just the women in my life. Heartline, the same thing. And, um, yeah, I got lucky. Had a beautiful singer sing this for me, but I, I wrote it, so it works out. <laughs> and it goes like this:
2: <clears throat> This be the feeling, baby girl. This be the hard line. This is what you wanted, darling. Show me the stars shine all over the world. I love you, girl. Your morning, night. You bring life, everything. Everything, so many names, let me explain. She be she U um, me, E B A, she move me. She na, na. she ni ni, she all oh, on, she moves me. She cousin, she sister, love her like beat Love Dilla. Turn me to sound boy killer, future she will deliver. T E Sa, she E Ma, E da da, da, Am yeah, uh, fire that danced on water? Her love is soldier's armor. She more than single mother. For those with absent father, she everybody's daughter. So pardon me. I'm a king. I'm nothing without my queen. This be the feeling, baby girl. This be the hard line. This what you wanted, darling. Show me the stars shine. And it's like cut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> that was awesome. That was Thank
0: really you. awesome. Thank you. You sang
3: acapella. Amazing. I did it. It's got to work without the beat.
0: It's got to yeah. work. Yeah. If it don't work, it's got to go.
3: Yeah, well, no wonder you were picking up on the flow, because this is a song. It's, it's got to have, have a... It's a full cool song.
1: Yeah. And song. there's such a difference. I mean, there's such... I... Mm. I don't know. It's hard it's hard to pin down a little bit, but I've thought about it a lot in writing songs and writing mm-hmm. spoken word. Um like there's something about songs that needs to be simple, yes. yeah. but in like but still cuts to the heart of it in mm-hmm. a way that a spoken word piece does mm-hmm. or that mm-hmm. a poem, you know, any piece of prose whatever. Yeah. But there's something about songwriting that has to be so simple and so
4: mm-hmm.
1: blunt mm-hmm. at times that I I don't know. I think it's fascinating to like yeah. Move between those two worlds.
0: I mean, it, it forces you. It forces you mm. to, you know, respect the rule of more is less. Yeah. Or less is more. Yeah. And then... Um, <laughs> more, <you're>... is <laughs> <laughs> more is less. More is less. More is less. Less is more. And yeah, it, it forces you to respect that rule. And then, you know, and just like with spoken word, you have to think about how you're going to say it. Yeah, for sure. Because um, a lot of spoken word poetry sucks on page. A lot yeah. of slam poets suck on page. Yeah. Right, so it just doesn't translate. Like, yeah, like I, th- I think I think the best way I ever heard it was like, or the best way I ever thought about it was like, slam poetry is poetry. You literally have to put on like a suit, like you have to put this shit on, mm-hmm. it, wear it, and then say it. Mm-hmm. Right? Otherwise, it doesn't fucking work. It's just yeah. like it's like shit on page. Yeah. Um, but then again, you find those few poets that like, man, they work on just just like just like with hip hop when MCs like. Like, some rappers are really great at freestyling. They suck at writing, so they can't write a song for shit. Yeah. Some rappers are good at, you know, vice versa. So, when you find that blend where it's like, when I'm freestyling, you can't tell if I wrote it or not. You yeah. can't even tell. Yeah. Right? Or if mm-hmm. I wrote it, you can't tell if I'm freestyling. Yeah. Because it sounds yeah. so fucking conversational. Right. Same thing with poetry, spoken word, um, songwriting, same thing. It's like, like how do we still hold the conversation? Yeah. Uh, you have to take, in, yeah, you have to take in the, you really have to know your voice. Yeah. It forces you like okay like how i take my voice and how is it most effective when i talk right
4: mm-hmm. so
0: yeah when i'm when i'm doing workshops I I, I I challenge students to spend the next week thinking about their voice and how they sound when they're talking to different people like as far as like their best friend their mom yeah uh, somebody they fucking hate like <laughs> like you know what i mean when you're angry yeah. man like what all happens to your voice and then like learn
1: that's yeah. so interesting. Like right. not just like how you change what you say, but your actual Yeah, your, sound, yeah, your, of your actual voice. Sound, sound of your, of your voice. voice. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, how you choose to use it differently. Yeah. Like when you're arguing, you don't use full complete fucking sentences. No. Right. right? And there's a natural conversation in arguments. Like they go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and like like our, our pentameter changes and like, you know, like I'm all, I'm all fixated with language games now thanks to, you know, all, yeah. this, all this spoken word and like I'm like, "Ugh, I love it. I love it." But like, yeah, we change. Yeah. Um, all the
3: time. I notice it most at work when I have to put on my, like, customer service. Your
0: customer service
3: voice. Voice. Um, yeah. Or when I'm being, or when I'm, like, this won't translate, again, being a, a sound-only podcast, where I'm, like, there's, like, fury in my eyes. Yeah. But I'm, like, I'd be happy to help you oh with that. God. And I'm, like, <laughs> in my head, I'm, like, I'm imagining you dying in flames. Like, go Fuck yourself. <laughs> And that, that voice is, like, I scare myself sometimes when I hear that voice. I'm like, fuck, uh, I've gone too far. Yeah.
0: But, like, there are
3: some people who are... I'm doing it again. God, they fucking piss me off. Grown-ass yeah. humans acting like...
0: Grown-ass humans. Fools.
3: I'm like, what are you Children. doing?
0: Grown-ass humans. Toddlers. Group so of fucking
3: toddlers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, no, I think that that's really interesting. <laughs> I also... I admire...
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: anyway. Um Well, what I was going to say about songwriting because i do think you're right that it has to be super simple but what good songwriting that are good lyrics that i always admire they're very simple but they're very specific you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like it's conjuring something up and in its specificity it becomes Mm -hmm. universal like i think you know people love to bop along to taylor swift but some of her like more vague lyrics are really they're not doing anything interesting right. you know what i mean like because they're just like it's just like mm, i wore red lipstick and it's like oh, okay right,
1: right. um, um because <laughs> this is the kind of person i am now some of her songs are very specific yeah and i and think that very, that's her best and work, work. Better. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and,
3: yeah. And, but i yeah the songwriters <laughs> who i admire most i think uh, they're like they find a way to tell the specific story very simply but very specifically and i think mm-hmm. that that's Mm-hmm. really interesting. I've never tried to write songs though and I I think songs and poems they're so they're so close together mm-hmm. so it makes perfect sense to me especially that you're the kind of person man. who's like doing a song yeah. thing but When well, man, so many I, people
1: start like you hearing music and mm-hmm. being like I gotta do yeah. that like yeah. this is the wordplay like <laughs> you know, yeah You know
0: what kills it on me is like I think we're um, we start adding we start adding voice to you know rhythm and, and then you start adding more instruments and so you increase the vibration of it or whatever mm. like Okay, so you, you see how simple this looks on paper, Yeah. Like, you know, the she obviously she This is like children's writing. Yeah. But, like, you have to take into account, like, how is this going to feel? Mm-hmm. And then, and of course, when you hear the music, all work together. So I can't stand, from what you just said, it's like, I can't stand artists who don't know when to pull back from the poetry. Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. you, you're trying to say too much right now? Right, right? Yeah. Right? You know, as opposed to... You know, um, by the time I, I turn on music and you think about what music does to the human body yeah, and the psyche, um, you don't need all that shit. Like, yeah. You know, it's like, you know? When...
1: Right. Sometimes you, know... you need some, like, you need some quiet. Yeah. You need some, like...
0: Let it breathe. Let the song breathe. Yeah. Or, or, or hell, I mean, let's, take, let's take James Brown. My mom, my mom cracks me up about this shit. Yeah. <laughs> all the fucking time. So, you know, James Brown, one of his biggest hits, what was it? Uh, uh,
2: please, please, please. Please. I was like, this man me a hit with like literally wrote like maybe eight words. Yeah. Right. This is a hit
0: with eight words. And it's like, it's like, yeah. But he had conceptualized how it's going to feel mm-hmm. and how right. it was going to hit you. Yeah. He's going to say each, yes. it each time. And like, I'm, I, I guess I'm saying this out there. I, 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 it's going to be on audio. We can we record this. We publish this. <laughs> For all time, I'm not a huge, huge fan of poetry and music because most of it sucks. Mm hmm. Right when you try, I put a sound bit under it, and it's like it just sucks.
3: Oh, you mean like the combo of a poem the combo and of music, poem yeah, and
0: music. Or if you're trying to be too lyrical, no matter what genre, yeah, covers, punk rock, rap, hip. If you're trying to be, if you're trying to do too mm-hmm. much, you're doing too much. It, it can bog it, it down. It, it makes can bog so it feel the super try fuck down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear singers, and they're like, they're like literally like you know, instrumental play. They say literally like one or two words, and I think that was fucking genius. Like, yeah, why'd you say those two words? Nothing else. Ah, yeah. I love you. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Yeah. yeah.
1: But it's if a, you saw that on the page,
2: you'd be like, "Okay, yeah. yeah, okay,
0: James." Right, right. Okay, James. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Exactly.
2: Yeah. But James knew. He yeah. knew. James knew. Yeah,
1: I will say, he's though, thinking about all these different things. Oh,
0: what's the, what's it? Was it Tom? Was, no, it Tom and, was it who Was it Uh it? Was it Sam and Dave? Sawman? Oh gosh. <laughs>
1: I was like, it's like, oh yeah. man, I'm a soul man. That's it. That's it. And the, and the
0: backup singer is like the coolest. Dave is like the coolest ever. Soul man. Yeah, beautiful. Soul man. He got paid. Got paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Got, <laughs> got paid a paid. lot. Got paid. <laughs> like, why are we doing all this writing? What are we doing?
3: I was gonna say, uh, one of the songs that gets stuck in my head that I'm that's like contemporary mm-hmm. is that Georgia song by Emily. Do you know Emily King? Mm-hmm. She's kick ass. Have you heard yes. her song Georgia? Not sure it's like not sure. come back Georgia come back okay, come- okay. and yeah, just yeah. like that over and over, over and, and over, over. It, it, it's like that's the and there are some verses but they're like short, short and, and then like at the end it's just it's just her singing come back Georgia yes. and I'm just like fade, and I'm like fade out.
2: And well not, and she like
3: goes through a keychain, and I'm right. just like
2: right key change. I like worship at her feet. Maybe, She's yeah, so hero, good. a
0: hero part with it, you know, and they bring it back.
2: Yeah. Right? But not doing too much. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's like the, meditation,
3: a meditation. Yeah. It's like a meditation, but then she, but she like switches it up and you hear the emotion like in her voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's amazing. You know, it's, I'm like.
0: I, I think we're like, just like with poetry writing, songwriting. right? Yeah. Like you have to consider your audience, right? And like, like, you know, if you're planning on sharing it, and you want to share it, and, and at the same time, and receive feedback, good feedback. Mm-hmm. Right? You gotta consider your audience, right? Mm-hmm. And I, when I'm writing around, sometimes I, I think the same thing. Like, yo, is like, would a rhyme be rude right now? Like, like, am I? What <laughs> <'cause,
3: laughs> I heard someone's okay, feelings. Okay, there's a, yeah. a
0: lot of songs. Like, like this song here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no rapping. Yeah. On the heartline, it's just like this song. And I also was smart enough to have like a beautiful woman sing the hook. And yeah. Like, I mean, her voice is beautiful. Yeah. She's beautiful, but also her voice is like. It's so pleasant on the
3: ear yeah. it's like ah oh, is that yeah. the recording on the link that you sent us it is okay yeah. awesome so a uh, so, uh, so
0: uh, young lady named Mariah she came in and just killed it
2: <laughs> so if you want to hear that we'll it post it, link the link in the notes space man
0: <laughs> I'm like yes yes that, that sounds better than I was hearing in my head yeah but yeah you it's always great when a clap works the, out like the, that yeah respect the process in the ears yeah you know and I feel like I feel a lot of songwriters and you know whatever sometimes they, they, they fuck it up that way like, yeah uh, right over
3: complicated or or like mm-hmm. undercomplicated,
0: <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> where they try to be too they try less. to make a song that's like universal <laughs> by being like mm-hmm. generic mm-hmm. as fuck and mm-hmm. you're like you've become generic milk like flavorless mm-hmm. generic skim milk mm-hmm. you taste like nothing it. nobody wants it right.
0: yeah you're trying too much right yeah. and you know it, and it, it's almost like um like like even the same when i dedicate this to doom like, like he has no hooks. So he, he knows enough to know that if I'm going to talk to you for two minutes straight, no, mm.
4: hook,
0: it better be fucking interesting. Yeah. Mm. Right. Or, you know, you gotta, you gotta get that feeling like he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't give a fuck. And I, I get you. I like, immediately. I get, oh, you don't give a fuck. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. cool yeah. And somehow you're and so still like, hanging up. on every word. Yeah. You're hanging on because yeah. he's being honest with you. Like, I don't give a fuck. Right. So <laughs> here we shit. are. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, well shit. Yeah, I'm in mean, I don't give a fuck mood. so this works yeah. like this. <laughs> yeah so you know what you're getting you know and, yeah. and, 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 and that, that kind of I don't know when it comes to vibrations you you want to be as, you want to make yourself accessible yeah you know if you're gonna bother to share so
3: well I want to hear some new shit
0: new shit new shit <laughs> new shit
3: oh shit <laughs> do you want me to record this one too ah.
2: oh.
0: oh we're not there yet it's oh. not ready it's not
2: there yet <laughs>
0: Oh, no, I mean, it could be. It's all right. Well, it might be on the po- it Might be this. on a podcast. It. Yeah, I was gonna. It, it, our- it is good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this is a piece I wrote for the Fifth Woman, and I'll share this one because that that um that whole piece that moved me to <laughs> write about her. Let's see. Um, bulletproof. I think I wrote. Bulletproof. Yeah, bulletproof. I'm gonna read bulletproof. Yeah. That's cool. Kind of stays with the theme. Security systems was about, you know, <laughs> yeah. women. And then I got this here. Let's, let's go. I love women. It works out great. Yeah, I would not do We're going that.
3: with a theme I would, I today. Would
0: do earth if, if it didn't have women, I wouldn't do Earth.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <People I'm> like, <laughs> nah. you would be like, nah. Nah. Yeah, nah. Nah. you got a lot of grass and all. But women
3: sh- are pretty great. Gotta, I'm to got to agree mars with you. for a little while, see what happens.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be so boring without y'all. Okay, here we go. <laughs> this is uh, Bulletproof. Wrote this for the fifth woman. My sister, Ray, is, uh, amazing project. All right. Every laugh line in her face is bulletproof. Her smile is the artifact that redefines sacred. Her love made purpose pride's permanent replacement and fill the hearts of any and every soldier to march in and out of hell's basement unscathed to this day. Her praise rings of seven centuries sinking into an infinite stolen moment of grace her eyes pierced from a state of understanding an understanding of life from both sides of birth and all sides of hurt went from back by popular demand to wind up being banned from church disband from worth burned at stake told her place and definitely erased from his story so when the tears in her eyes take shape in mine, I am blind to everything else but her needs, and right now she needs me to see, to be seized in the sea of everything she bleeds to believe, and then ebb and flow as she swings through her various roles of mother, sister, cousin, auntie, nana, nini, umi, omi, shomi. The way of a weathered rose that chose to be a goddess in tattered clothes. A mother on death row, a wife yet proposed to for what ring could ever truly hold you. in those hands, those hands spent countless days plaiting twists and braids in some of the nappiest heads this side of the moon. Till they eventually became immune to cramping. Those hands, derived from a tribe of women who picked through venom for a living. See, from the orange groves of Florida to the peach orchards in Georgia, those hands pulled down more than a living wage. Pick manna from heaven on a daily basis and on a daily basis they would snatch and snap the necks of every snake they'd see in those trees with a bitch-please devotion. <laughs> Whip round forearm, cast them mm. down in one smooth motion, and keep picking. And I'm certain, I'm certain they were serving as some full-life version of your pastor's sermon on how to deal with your serpents, and it's urgent that we learn to love her. Love her for having hips wide enough to give birth to jazz, to households, carnivals, at Selmore Green. I'm actually talking about my mama on that line. Because <laughs> she started the carnival at Selmore Green. To households and carnivals that sell more green To a front line of a few good men To a drum line of a few better ones For giving birth to quantum physics A thousand lovers' interested mm. To Zumba, Kumba, Black Magic, Rumors, Lover For having feet worthy of following Through the shadows of the valley of death On a graveyard shift from 6 to 3 Then 9 to 5 with breasts big enough To feed and provide for tomorrow's dreams On legs to remind us that the journey Could be just as enjoyable as a destination and thighs to remind us how full our hearts should be. Her hair growing as if history's greatest mysteries were hidden in every curl, as if the answers were in the roots, giving her lover's fingers chance to run through time. She is divine, divine. And the sun only rises and sets to seep itself into her sweat, into that bead of sweat that gets to taste the ride of that journey known as her neck. Please know the universe envies you. That's that one. Yeah, love that. that's that one.
3: That's that
2: one. Yes, that, that's that one. And that one. <laughs> 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 and that one. Man, that's
1: like the perfect I was like, gonna like, say that's the perfect <laughs> was, on theme. Yeah. But that is like a that's a like a more realized version of this first one. Yeah. I mean it's the same yeah. same subject matter, but you have so mm-hmm. much more to say about it and Yeah. Well, well it feels like it covers more nuance, so, you know, like
3: you're going through a lot more. Mm-hmm. Experiences of women.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, like
0: from history and on. <laughs> There's a lot to cover. There's a lot of ground to cover there. <laughs> yeah, you know, it is a lot to cover. It is yeah. a lot to cover. It is a lot. And you know, I think as I get into more groups and um, you know, now I'm, I'm with the Good Guy Collective. Before yeah, that we was with the, you know, the theorists uh, yeah, you know, at practice. Well, okay, first off, let's, let's just say this. Um, this is this is obviously the. At, from that last piece I just wrote, that's the journey of getting to walk through a lot more circles and getting to see, mm. you know, uh, by the time I wrote security systems, I had never been invited into a red tent.
4: Mm. But by
0: the time I got to this, I have been in two. I, mean, yeah. you know, I was invited and, you know, um, mentor, woman tours, like mm. Linda Paris Bailey, or like at that point, are like really sunk into my, into my psyche. And then you get into um, just growing as a you know human being. Yeah. And, um, so anyway, what's funny is like, I, I've learned that, um, you know, through ancient, some ancient, um, uh, terminologies they consider, uh, like a water is dance, wind is beat and word is fire. Mm. And so when I get to writing now, um, if it doesn't ignite me, I failed. Mm. Right. If I can't remember, like, I got this, just just, 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 a tip for all my poets out there who, wanted, <laughs> who wanted, a spoken word, like, yeah. wanted a spoken word or if you've been slamming, you go, Oh man, I can't, I don't, I don't feel this way. I've outgrown this poem bullshit what happened is that you didn't write an igniter yeah in that piece that takes your ass all the way back to 2011 or whatever the (laughs) hell that shit happened right and write your ass an igniter set yourself on fire so you can so you can always bring that back to the back,
4: yeah
0: right and that's what poetry has helped with the rhyme like yeah yeah because i only got one angry rhyme but i wrote it in a way where i get angry immediately because the first line gets you. Yeah. Sets yeah. me right back. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh.
3: I'm shit. angry about this all over again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I purposely set it in there. Yeah, right? yeah. So. Well, but I
3: think that's true. I mean, I think that's true for any, like, obviously, that's very performance oriented. But I think that that's true for, or should be true for most writing. You know, that there's, it should Bring you back, or it should yeah. be have captured something so well that you are put back in that You're place right again. Back. You know, right mm-hmm. I like. I was reading over some. We're gonna do um, interviews of each other because our mm-hmm. birthdays are coming up, oh. and so it's gonna be real cute. Oh, we have birthdays. Our- <laughs> Mine's a week from tomorrow. Hers is the twenty first, and mine's the thirtieth. Oh, okay. So happy birthday! Yeah, thank birthday. you. <laughs> and s- so we're doing interviews with each other, which we've wanted to do since the beginning. But anyway, I was looking through some old poems <laughs> and like stuff from undergrad and grad. Um, no, yeah, undergrad, like uh, you know when I was like twenty ish, mm-hmm. and like stuff that I was like trying to write about my dad's alcoholism before I could even like really call it that. Mm-hmm. And and some of the poems, I was like shit like that's really how I felt then and like it's not how I feel now because so much has changed and I've grown and he's grown and all this kind of stuff but um, th- th- I'm like this is kind of a good poem if only for me because it encapsulates that feeling so much you know mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought that was really so to hear you say that I think is really interesting that it's like so there's something you know there's like some grain of truth in there and when you hit on that that's Mm-hmm. Really important, and again, even if it is only important for you or only brings you back, that that's that that's enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It felt very
1: therapeutic for yeah. me, at least. Yeah. So you I was like yeah. exactly how you were feeling. Yeah, and where, it. and
3: I was just yeah, and how mm-hmm. lost I felt, and how like that was the first time I was like able to articulate any of those feelings, mm-hmm. um, and like yeah, I don't know.
0: And, I mean, and, and it's a, it's a good meter to know whether or not the piece is actually done, or if you actually, or if it actually served its purpose. You know, mm-hmm. did this do what it's supposed to do? Well, yeah. You can. You, you can get to decide. Yeah. Does it make you uncomfortable? Oh, yeah. Does it? Does it? You know, ignite you? Does it excite you? Does yeah. it make you laugh again? You know, uh, whatever it's supposed to do, like, like you should be able to feel it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Well, I just think, at least for me, anyway, there's so much emphasis toward like publication and like toward producing
4: mm-hmm.
3: um, right. that I it was really important for me to remember, like, oh, some of these poems just like helped me get through it. Right. You know, just, like, help me, food like, food right. go
0: yeah, to the next food
1: day, food day you know, yeah. and, like, yeah. figure Maybe that, that out. Publish in, like, a journal, but right. they were so necessary. They make, were so right? necessary, yeah.
0: Which is an even more interesting conversation. Like, well, not a whole conversation, but yeah. as far as, like, you know, what, what are we supposed to do for ourselves as creatives in order to keep creating? Yeah. And sometimes we do need to do that, like, take the work we do and use it to, um, for, as, as uh, Courageous says, their ther- are <laughs> right? yeah they're, they're yeah. Like, sorry purification yeah, necessary yeah we have we have the power to heal ourselves yeah absolutely purge through our work yeah.
4: so anyway
0: yeah I love it I love it too I love it I, love it. And I do know that just at times the music or the writing it doesn't power the fuck out of me that's like oh shit yeah if I forget sometimes uh, oh I don't completely suck yeah <laughs> I did some cool shit once upon a time oh, yeah I, I think two years ago not, a few years ago I got real real sick and um like 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 I was literally, damn I hadn't told about this shit, but like mm-hmm. maybe a handful of people. <laughs> uh, but I I got to the point where I was um, I felt so disconnected from who I was, or like like I, I like the scene I didn't think about yeah. the scene, I didn't think about the work, I didn't think about nothing. I fucking recorded. I was I was like I mean there was some morbid ass shit, and I was walking around mm. feeling like kind of like not necessarily suicidal, but I felt like you know oh man uh, I'm gonna die any moment, mm. and like damn I, I didn't really achieve anything, and mm. and um. They just completely forgot, you know, and for some odd reason, some of them going for like that month, nobody really called me. Mm -hmm. Nobody really called me and checked on me and everybody who was calling on me was so selfish at how they were feeling. Mm -hmm. And so it was always like draining. Like It was always calling for wisdom or like help or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, nobody bothered to ask me how the fuck you doing, right? So it was some dark ass shit. And the work at some point in time, I ran across like a a funny poem or I ran across, I, I can't remember exactly which one it was, but It kind of reminded me. like, Oh yeah, I don't. I don't completely suck. Mm. (laughs) I did something cool, right? Yeah. But you uh, helped yourself out a bit. It took. It took. It took. Yeah, it took some sincere. Like man, I was like Matt. Like to shake that. To shake that dark off, man. Yeah, it was only pretty heavy. Right. But yeah. Yeah. I know. I know it's rough out there. It's rough.
3: Yeah, it's pretty easy to lie to yourself too. Mm
0: Mhm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah you can lift yourself up with the work yeah anyway.
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> well yeah yeah well
3: we're it. glad that you're here and still finding so much joy in it i mean it's infectious absolutely yeah
0: oh yeah the, 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 yeah the, the, the joy is back yeah yeah, I don't think I've had poetry in my life this, like, with Poe Boys and Poets, and then with uh, the uh, Poetry Lounge downtown. Yeah. Uh, working with the Lawson McGee Library. In it. Yeah. I was like, man, it's like, no, it's like, okay, poetry won't leave me alone. I thought this year was going to be more about music, and it's like, okay, well, poetry's like kind of getting my shit. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, um, getting the host Big Ears Poetry Expo yeah, for the last yeah, few years. Yeah, right. Yeah, all that shit came along at a good time. Matter of fact, that, that opportunity came along right when I was feeling, like, most morbid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I about to give up. And I was like, oh, wait a minute i got a cool opportunity
3: yeah it's a kick-ass opportunity
0: yeah i got a kick-ass opportunity i can help bring some heroes in
3: yeah and you <laughs> did
0: you know, right you succeeded yeah some spoken word heroes yeah so yeah that's good Love it. happy with life yeah, yeah good, yeah, good.
1: <laughs> well thank you so <laughs> well, this, much for being yeah. here with thank us thank you for having such me. a great conversation
3: yeah, yeah. And Thank you. so happy you
1: finally come on yes. yeah and to so. hear more about your story it was awesome for thank, sure thank yeah. you now, tell us all the all the shout-outs you want to give yeah. to uh, everybody or where people can find you online. Oh, what you're man. working on now. coming up.
0: Shout-outs. Man, shout-out uh, to, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say, Woods family, to my yeah. uh, Hester, Hester clan. My, you know, it's my family. Because y'all, I mean, th- those are the earliest voices in my life, and they're, yeah. they're very present in my work now, um, especially my mother's side of the family, which which is where I get my Geechee blood roots. <laughs> so a uh, big shout-out to all Geechies. Um Shout-out to... Um, anybody who fucking keeps a journal or, <laughs> you know, if you, a if you yeah, yeah, keep a journal, you keep a diary and you got some shit in there, you wouldn't read out loud to yeah. anybody. Thank you. You're my inspiration. I, I strive to be that honest. Um, uh, shout out to fifth woman, good guy collective. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody. I love a lot of people, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but if you want to check my workout, I'm, I'm black Atticus at damn near everything. Um, except on Instagram it's black.atticus because somebody else is Black Atticus, and all they do is show yeah. pictures of their cat anyway
3: <laughs> not mad about
0: I'm it I'm here I'm here I'm not mad about it at all
3: yeah. and you're not a cat
0: not at all not at all but yeah we got more work uh, shout out to Amira she's actually approached me mm. we're gonna shoot some cool videos shout awesome. out to Drew Drake um, he's doing great things I can't wait to see your ass on Netflix <laughs> I'm he's doing like really cool shit like That's you know awesome. I got like, friends are doing really really cool yeah,
3: shit there's yeah there's so much cool shit
0: happening yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Seedlin wherever the fuck you are on the planet you know? Um, <laughs> shout out. And shout out to Dajay Morris. Yeah. Uh this she has brought back uh personally in my life the conversation of like uh healing, blackmail mm. black male healing very specifically. And um I love her for it. So shout yeah. Out. yeah, man. And she's a brave artist. Yeah, she's amazing. Oh yeah. Let's learn the person. And
3: what um you have do you pub boys and poets, does that happen regularly?
0: Oh, yeah. It's like every... Uh, uh, Poe Boys and Poets is every last Saturday, and it's actually uh, also in Nashville.
4: That's awesome.
0: Yeah, man. So, like, a uh, big shout out to Mo Cristo, uh, to uh, the whole Nashville squad, man, is holding it down out there in yeah. Nashville. Like, literally, like, if, they, if it weren't for them holding it down out there, I wouldn't have it in two cities. Yeah. Um, honestly, I was like,
3: I... Then no yeah, way. Yeah. yeah. It just, just kind of worked <laughs> out,
0: man. Them dudes, them dudes are poetry fucking junkies. Yeah. And, and, and like, they, you know, it's its, it's, its own beast. In yeah. Nashville, and of course it's here in Knoxville. That's Shout awesome. out to Brandy Augustus. To she's a, she's the hostess for the Knoxville chapter, and she's like, fucking one. Well, I, I think she's like trailblazing new territory for local comedy, that's especially awesome. for female poets com, comedians. Yeah, like man, she doesn't get fucked, man. She's out there. So yeah, that's just that's just a lot of people who are helping and support. Anybody who's giving. Uh, giving a damn about anything I had to say. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you move me. You have no idea. I got new shit coming for you. That's it. New shit. Yeah, new, new shit. shit. New shit. It's all the way, yeah, I'm happy. Thanks. Nice. Yay. Yes. Well, yes. if you uh,
1: want to follow our podcast on social media, we are on the Instagram at S F D podcast. Mm-hmm. We are on the <laughs> Gmail at the S F D podcast <laughs> at Gmail. And we tweet. And we at tweet SFD podcast. <laughs> we Twitter. did get
3: consistent branding across the board. Consistent, but consistent <laughs> branding. Yeah, yeah. Most of it's at
0: Black Addict. It's on Instagram. What that? it's all that, that's out. all right. But if you
1: want to follow that cat, yeah,
0: get get, get us. You right, go right. go right right You're gonna make a cat famous. Oh, and just just to put it out there too, uh, <laughs> uh strange thing is I I do um I do wedding poems now. Oh. Yeah, I got like I commission got, pieces? I got to do two of my Okay, I had two best friends get married on the same damn day. September 21st. Aw. This year, my, my boy Aaron got married and my boy DJ Wiggs. They got married on the same fucking day. And I did wedding poems at both of them. That's ways. lovely. <laughs> it was some cool ass shit. I was just like, oh shit. So yeah, it's a cool process. If anybody wants that, that, that service or if you have like an event, I do that um, for corporate and also... Nonprofit and just like, you know, general venues. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just hit me up. I got Very you. Cool.
3: We'll keep, put all your info in the, got you the show notes. So. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: And I do coaching. If you, want, if you want spoken word coaching, just hit me up.
3: He does it all, basically. If you <laughs> need any help in any. Don't
0: take that low to you, hey, this is why you suck. you going to be your coach. Come back. you going to be like, like hey, hey coach. <laughs> <laughs> hey, coach. <laughs> I, I'll call coach like, Addy. Yeah, coach Addy.
2: Coach
3: Addy. Coach Addy. Addy,
2: Addy. I love y'all. Man. All right.
3: All right. Well,
1: Yay. thanks. Thanks for listening. Uh, bye. <laughs>
2: Goodbye. Bye.
1: That's how we end the podcast.
4: <laughs> A yeah, ago, I was like,
1: you know, 2018 just is not getting better. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it's not 2018 anymore. Like, very not 2018. Yeah. Like we
3: cannot be further from twenty. I wasn't even trying to be funny. Yeah. I really just
4: lost my mind. <laughs>